With the NBA Finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to $1,500 if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus. Bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Yeah. Yes. Banging. That's some banging music for this banging preview show that we have come people's way for our banging events on Saturday night. I will stop using that word. I apologize. This is uh, the voice of Alexander K. Lee here serving as your host for this Triller Fight Club Holyfield versus Belfort Legends 2 of the uh, boxing event that's going down on Saturday, this preview show. Uh, I am joined by Michael Heck, who is my best friend and who is on site uh, in Hollywood, Florida right now for uh, for uh, the show. How are you I'm doing, in, Mike? I'm in Fort Lauderdale right now. Okay. That's okay. where I am. Um, not far from Hollywood, which is where the event takes place tomorrow night. Um, but yeah, it's Fort Lauderdale is a, a beautiful spot, especially where we're at right now. The Marriott's... Uh, but here we are. This is the only place I could do this right now with the Wi-Fi and everything going on in the world. But thank you for hosting AK. It's been a crazy oh, week. Hey, looks, you've got a luxurious background behind you. And uh, joining us, Mike, is the best producer in the business, one Mr. E. Casey Live. Boxing, boxing with MMA people. Boxing, boxing <laughs> with MMA yes, people. Yes, Casey, I'm wearing the wrong shirt today. I'm wearing our, oh, one of our MMA, MMA shirts. And we're not really discussing strictly MMA today, though there's certainly it's an MMA flavored product, as I'm sure most people would agree. Heavily MMA flavored. Uh, three of the four headliners, of course, more much more well known for their exploits in the MMA world uh, than they are in boxing. But they are now dipping their toes into this world. Uh, we've got some strange. I mean, this is a strange situation in the That's main event. Let's just let's just say it. this <laughs> this was supposed to be a Vitor Belfort versus Oscar De La Hoya, which isn't in Los normal. Angeles. In Los Angeles, Down the California. Street, I was supposed to be there. You, not Mr. Heck, Mr. Heck is taking all my opportunities. Work, taking what well, I've worked for. All right, all right, all right. However, however, <laughs> less than two weeks ago, like ten days ago, I think, uh, it was literally a week ago. A week yeah. ago. 
Oscar De La Hoya did test positive for COVID-19, had to be hospitalized for it. He's, I believe he's out of the hospital now. He's doing better, thank goodness, but could not participate in this. And the la- I thought, oh, well, they'll just bump up. They'll just bump up Anderson Silva, Tito Ortiz fight to the main event and figure something out. They said, no. No, we want to save. We want to bring. We want Vitor to be able to box. So we are bringing in. We are going the other way with it. We're going to towards a heavyweight, light heavyweight range, and we're bringing in the real deal, Evander Holyfield, uh, fifty-eight years old, about a month away from his fifty-ninth birthday. Uh, so that's what we ended up with, uh, Mike. Let's just go. We'll talk specifically about the main event in a second. But let's go to you. How have things been in Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood, all the everything that you've been doing? What's the, how's how's the vibe out there, man? It's kind of hard to explain the vibe because we really haven't been around fans or anything like that. It's just been other media members, the fighters themselves, and the people who work for Triller and who work for Fight and, and people covering the event. So it's really hard to gauge like an actual vibe. From what I can say locally around here, not a lot of people know that this is happening in their backyard. They really don't. I've taken lots of Ubers and they're like, oh, what are you doing here? And I told them, they said, I was like, yeah, I'm, Vander Holyfield's coming back to box. They said, he is here. I should have bought tickets. So I think I sold some extra tickets to the Uber drivers, but it's hard to, uh, it's hard to gauge actual vibe from what, I mean, just being here, it's been a strange week, but I will say this for an event that has changed main events, that has changed venues, that has changed coasts. They have done a pretty remarkable job organizing this whole thing. Like everything has been organized as chaotic as like the card seems to look on paper. The event itself, all the, the the things surrounding the event have not been chaotic at all. It's been very, it's been very interesting. Everything's been on point and they did this all in like three or four days. I mean, I came out here Tuesday night and this all happened Friday and not, not, not a lot of this was finalized until Friday night. So on that end, they've done a pretty tremendous job. So my hat goes off to them. There you are. Uh, but in terms of like vibe and the people, it's kind of hard to gauge. Yeah, how could anyone really know? Like, I wonder how much advertising they have around the city, and you know, because again, like we said, this was a week ago. This wasn't not only this was not only a different fight. This was in a different state. This was in the in California, as uh, Casey. So, Casey, I'll ask you: uh, Is do you sense any disappointment that it's not happening in California? But more so, I mean, you know, more so. What's what's your vibe looking at like social media and just kind of things that you've seen and, and reading? What do you think, <sighs> do you think the people? Yeah, speak for the people, Casey. About this um, basically, the vibe is about fifty different versions of the word train wreck. That's about it. <laughs> um, if the you know if the event took place in LA, it would st- it still had a train wreck feel, but it made more sense. Tito was from Huntington Beach, was, which is only about you know forty five minutes away from here. Uh, Oscar being you know LA. You know, it's, you know, there's a freaking statue of Oscar outside of the forum where he was supposed to make his comeback fight, you know. So it everything kind of made sense. There would have been obviously a lot more media attention here. Um, the Vander, I mean, Triller, I mean, yeah, it sucks. Oscar got sick. It's, uh, it's good that he's healthy. He's getting healthy, rather, and hopefully hopefully he fights, I guess. I don't know if it's going to be Vitor again. I doubt it now, um, but... It's just, yeah, just basically train wreck, but Triller, they made a decision to take it to Florida, go commission shopping. They they feel like Holyfield is a, you know, a good replacement. 
Um, I'm not too updated with the whole lawsuit situation. I remember reading about that before the fight happened, about Holyfield and some legal issues about having a fight. So I don't know if you guys can talk more about that. But um, it's weird. It's happening. So, I mean, we're here to talk about it, but it's, um, yeah, train wreck. It is apparently happening. I thought that this was never going to come together so quickly. I forgot about the power of money and of Triller and of the great state of Florida. Uh, and so here we are. We're we're less than we're a day away now from this fight actually going down. Mike, now look, uh, you sat down with Evander Holyfield. You've been around again. You've been going to all the open workouts and everything all week. Much of the talk of this week was people saw some of the Evander Holyfield open workout footage. They were a little concerned. I saw a lot of kind of comments just just from whatever clip they saw, saying like, "Oh, how could this be sanctioned? He's looking a little slow." Again, Mike, as as someone who was actually there to see that in person who's actually spoke to Evander, who's just, again, been around the fighters. It, is the uh, the concern a little bit of an overreaction? And again, I, I get it. He is almost like 60 years old and hasn't fought in a decade. But, I mean, is he more prepared, do you think, than people are giving him credit for? I mean, overreaction, it depends on who you talk to. Because if right, you ask right. Evander, it's, it is 100% an overreaction. He feels mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. listen, it's a workout. Like, he... And I can tell you just from talking to people in Holyfield's camp throughout the week, all of this stuff between the workouts, the media, all of it, Holyfield is not a fan of it. He just gets through it because he has to. Not saying that like all fighters are fan are not fans of it. Some are, some aren't. Holyfield is on the not side. So he just kind of goes through the motions and gets through the week and all he cares about is getting in the ring and fighting. Like that's what he does this for. So I don't know, man. Like the, the interview was a little scary. I was more concerned after the interview than I was after the workout because mm-hmm, the workout, mm-hmm. you just kind of, you do whatever you want. Like you can go out there and you just throw technique and do it in slow-mo. You can do it at 50% and people can judge it however they want. I was, con- I mean, I was obviously concerned when it was over, especially watching Vitor do his thing. But I think like throughout the week, Evander just basically said like, listen, I made the choice to do this. I made the choice to take a chance and I've been training for a fight for two years. Of course, there was talks about him fighting Tyson in an exhibition. He was booked to fight Kevin freaking McBride in June. So he has been preparing to fight. It just turned out it's not the fight we expected. And he's fighting a guy with not a lot of boxing experience, but a guy who is very dangerous and very powerful. So, I mean, it really depends on who you ask. Cause if you ask MMA fans, they they're scared to death for Holyfield. There are some boxing pundits who feel the same way, but there are also some boxing fans who I've spoken with out here who feel like Holyfield's going to go out there and just piece up Vitor Belfort for 16 minutes. So who the hell knows? I talked to Michael Buffer about it, and his response was, what else can they do? The commission cleared it. Holyfield wants to do it. They're using the oversized gloves. Like, what else can they do in order to make this as safe as possible? So... Who knows, man? I'm just going in there with positive vibes and hoping that whatever happens, everyone comes out of their hole, everyone comes out of their healthy, and we can turn the page and move on to the next thing. Yeah, that's really all that we can do. And it, it really struck me, Mike, what you just said about it wasn't the anything physical, the workouts that you that concerned you. Because again, um, like you said, it's he's not going to go hard, you know. Like he's this is, he's taking something on a week, week's notice. He just he's just coming out to do it. He has to do it. He's going to touch the pads up a bit and 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 however long he's you know contracted to do so. Uh, it's true. It's your interview with him and interviews that we saw that I think also have people concerned. This is a guy, like I said, almost sixty years old. Is fifty nine next month, who has had uh, what sixty pro, something like sixty almost sixty pro boxing bouts. 
countless amateur bouts, fought in the Olympics, uh, and again, retired 10 years ago. Uh, it, it's it, he, he, he came off like someone who was retired 10 years ago. I think it was very concerning. Uh, Casey, I don't know if you agree. I don't know if you saw that footage and thought, man, like, like well, I know what Mike said, like the, in, the interview stuff was more worrying than anything uh, physical that we saw, uh, or you, unless you think it's both of them that's kind of you know, giving us pause here. Um, I'm okay with it, honestly. I'm not. I'm not too worried if, uh, for Holyfield. Um, uh, I what I maybe the interview. I don't know. The, what was the issue of the interview? Did people think he was like punch drunk or like a, a little? Just you know, again, he he just sounded a little bit uh, quiet, a little slow. He sounded like a a, a a a boxer who had been boxing for you know the better part of the last like thirty years. Yeah, <laughs> I just to me it's just I I well, I took from it. This just a guy that was just going through the motions, honestly. And you know he was answering. I felt he was answering your questions, but he just wasn't maybe giving that. <sighs> That same type of passion, maybe that we expect from a, a main eventer. You know, like you, you ask Oscar a question, he'll kind of you know talk for a while. You ask Vitor a question, he'll answer twenty other. He'll, he'll just go on on some other <laughs> tangent. But you know, you know, Vitor. <laughs> well, you ask Tito something. You know, it's just it's. Well, I think we're just used to something. And like honestly, I don't remember Evander's being necessarily something special or something necessarily interesting on the mic either pre-fight stuff sure. so that, that's sure. that's why i don't i didn't take too much into it and as far as the workout i felt it was a little overblown i, I was expecting when 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 i was when i saw these people oh the workout footage and i looked at it i was like oh okay he's just it's just you know he's going like 25 percent. that's why i took I, I i'm not basically i'm not getting chuck liddell versus tito ortiz uh vibes uh the the third the third was the third match yeah the third match I'm not getting yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like I'm not getting those type of vibes I, I don't I don't think Evander is that wa- that washed um, especially because this is boxing and um, I'm sure we'll, we'll, if we try to break down the fight later but honestly I I those didn't concern me as much as to those didn't concern me that much his um oh. kind of calmness and the workout. Oh, Casey, we're going to break down the fight now. Uh, but <laughs> oh, yeah. first, we're going to do it now. But first, I, I do want to say, so let's let's talk about the odds here. I mean, that's right. So we're talking about all this public speculation. So where is that now? Uh, Belfort opened as the favorite, if I recall, uh, when, when this was sort of uh, arranged last week. I mean, before before everything was signed, uh, which surprised a lot of people, though, again, consider he is something like 15 years younger than Evander Holyfield. He looks to be in better shape. He's competed more recently. He has a lot of – he's a knockout artist. Um, I, thought so, looked in, I thought Evander looked in great shape. Uh, I mean, I mean, on the scale. Great. I mean, this morning we'll talk about the weigh-ins too oh, okay, before okay. we break it down. He looked, yeah, he looked great. I thought he looked great on the scale. Yeah, just physically, uh, I some, looked, yeah. Again, almost fifty-nine years old. He looked pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, but uh, depending where you look, I'm seeing the odds have. I saw then Holyfield was the favorite, like within like 24 hours, and it looks like it swung back towards Belfort again. Maybe because people saw things in the you know the public workouts, public interviews that they didn't like. It looks like it swung back towards uh, Vitor. Depending where you look, I'm seeing as high as a two to one favorite, slightly over two to one. Uh, Holyfield, a one fifty, about around a one fifty underdog. And this is going to vary depending which sites you look at. So, um, but yes, apparently Vitor favored heading into uh, Saturday. Let's talk about the weigh-ins a little bit. Uh, not just the well, we'll you know we'll talk about that more when we talk about Silva and uh, and Ortiz actually. So let's let's break down the main event here a bit, guys. Mike, what do you think? Give us let's 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 get to your pick here. How I mean, how do you break this down? 
Like, how do you break this down scientifically? You can't. That's why I made you go you first. You can't do it. That's why I made you oh, go no, first. I mean, listen. All right. I mean, here's the deal. You have Vitor Belfort, who is going to come in there, and he's in a big spot. He's going to make a lot of money, and it's 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 what is it, what it is. And then you got a Vander Holyfield who's going to do what he's doing, and that is what it is. It's boxer versus MMA fighter. So clearly, when it comes to like boxing skill, Evander Holyfield is going to be a thousand times better than Vitor Belfort, just the way that it is. Power-wise, youth-wise, that goes towards Vitor. But again, we're looking at a lot of money is probably coming in from the MMA community on Vitor that are not necessarily familiar with boxing and how boxing works and how fight weeks work. Okay, I noticed. I mean, this is the first like major boxing event that I've covered. And it is very different, much different than covering a UFC card or covering a Bellator card. It is much different. So I'm learning as I go along with everybody else. At the same token, I understand the concern that a lot of people have for Evander Holyfield. At the same token, I believe there's concern from Vitor as well. Vitor, I asked Vitor the other day, is the criticism fair? Is the concern fair? And he was then sort of followed up like, you know, are you going to go out and try to hurt this guy? I don't think he is. I think Vitor is very cognizant of who he's fighting. I think Holyfield is going to go in there. And what I think is going to end up happening, even though it's sanctioned as a professional bout, what we're going to see is eight rounds of a hard sparring match. I don't think we're going to see a full-on boxing match where two guys are going to go out there and try and knock each other's head off, heads off. I think you're going to see that in, in the other fights throughout the night. You're probably in the co-main event. I don't think you're necessarily going to see this one here. I think you're going to see two guys are going to go out there and they're going to give each other some work, but I don't think we're going to see two guys giving it 100% and trying to put the other away. So... I'm going to lean slightly with Holyfield based on how I think this fight's going to go. I, I just I think it's just going to be a hard sparring match. I don't think anyone's going to go out there and try to knock the other out. And I think if it's just a pure boxing sparring match, I think Holyfield will win. So I think Holyfield squeaks out like a split decision, maybe a little bit of home cooking from the boxing judges. But I mean – we're going to be singing a different – I have a feeling we're going to be singing a different tune tomorrow night in regards to this fight, being like, eh, this was not, you know, the the, the major damaged Evander Holyfield that everybody thinks. I think – yeah, I don't think it's going to be as bad as people think it's going to be. What's what's the official pick, Heck? What's the official pick? I just said it. Holyfield split decision. Holyfield? Holyfield's Holyfield going to okay. squeak out a decision that we're going to argue about more than likely. Casey, what do you – what do you think? We get we're getting a glorified <clears throat> sparring match here. A lot of respect. A lot of respect. No one no one really wants to what, hurt each other. What, what is the uh, the gloves they have to use? You said the big gloves. What, are they using sixteens? What are they using? You I know? think it's fourteens. Fourteen. Okay, they're using fourteens. Yeah. So so normally if this was a normal match, I think they would be using twelves. I think uh, so using four twelves or eights. I'm not sure actually, but so they're using fourteens, which is almost almost sixteen, which is like sparring gloves. Um, how much did Evander come in at two thirty? Like two twenty five. Oh, two twenty five. Okay, two twenty five. Two twenty five point four. Vitor at two hundred six point two. Two hundred six point two. Twelve ounce gloves. My apologies. Twelve ounce gloves. Twelve. Oh, twelve ounce gloves. Twelve ounce. Okay. That's what the, that's what the commission said. Um, but yeah, still, said, that's yeah. When you said big gloves, I was I wasn't sure. Um, okay. Those are bigger, I believe, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I think normally they were five at eight ounces. I think. Uh, yeah. I'm actually um, – I thought what um, Evander said during the press conference kind of laid it out pretty well. I think it was a press conference or maybe it was the interview. But we said if this was a fight, a fight, 
course, be Jordan kicked my butt. He knows how to fight. Evander Holyfield is a boxer. This is boxing, and and I think Evander he's 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 gonna be the longer, bigger guy, and he knows how to box. He knows how to do this, and I think it will be a actual a pretty boring but dominant decision victory for Evander Holyfield. I think he will just. He knows how to use his weight. He knows we, he's a, he has he's enough of a veteran. If he does get in a little bit of trouble, he knows how to tie up the arms. He knows how to clinch, in, in, boxing clinch, not Muay Thai clinch. And he knows how to use that weight and get beats or tired. And he is going to be a significantly heavier guy. This is this is a Vander's weight. You know, I mean, this is what he weighs. Vitor is a essentially a 185er who's just got, not cutting weight, and he's fighting at 205, 206 right now. So so. We got like thirty something. I, I, it's gonna be a thir- good thirty pounds of good muscle. That I think Evander will have on Vitor, and um, I just don't. Maybe a twenty-five-year-old Vitor could overcome that boxing um, gap, but I think at this age, Vitor, yeah, he's dangerous, obviously, but only of his hands. He won't be able to use his kicks. He won't be able to use any of his you no know, ground game. I think that's enough for. Evander to um, honestly win a lackluster <laughs> decision using boxing. And um, it's going to annoy people because um, uh, boxing, the way Evander, I think, will win the fight is not that entertaining to watch. But uh, I think Evander will win and um, I think he's going to make it kind of look easy. Guys, I I think you guys present some compelling arguments for uh, Holyfield there. I I think I'm going Vitor. I'll do it. I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy. That's official, guys. When I, when, uh, when you see predictions uh, Saturday morning, uh, call me out if I change it. But I think I am going to lean towards Vitor. Um, the 15 years is just so much of a difference. You know, I, I used to I used to think about like how much I used to think about when when remember when McGregor and Mayweather was happening. I used to think about how old would Mayweather have to be for McGregor to have a chance to beat him in a boxing match, yeah. and I used to think like. Maybe if if Floyd was like seventy five years old or something like that. So if uh, so, me, if we were Floyd Senior, so, yes. <laughs> I mean, so we're kind of dead. we're kind of in that range here for me with this fight, where I'm like, how old would Evander Holyfield have to be for me to give uh, Vitor Belfort a chance against him? And I, and I would say, like, yeah, like sixty, sixty five. I know he's still bigger. I know he's still in awesome shape. That's just a lot. And did, did and he look sixty five on that? I mean, did he look? 58 no, on that scale. What? Like, if you didn't tell no. me his age and you're going, hey, that guy's 42 years old. That guy's the same age as Vitor. I would have yeah, gone like, well, okay. Well, Vitor now looks like he's in his uh, 30s right now. Okay, so. well, that's, a, that's, an old I mean, people, that's another story. And again, people can <laughs> can judge their, you know, work his workout regimen that has restored him in this way uh, on their own. But, uh, but regardless, the Vitor that I see going in here just looks more youthful, faster. I, I know he's nowhere near the level of boxer Holyfield is. I just have a weird feeling he's going to hurt him. He's going to do enough. Is he going to knock him out? I I would also doubt it. I think you guys are right. I don't know if there's enough uh, incentive. I don't know if either guy has enough gas to kind of to kind of go to that next level and actually put the other guy away. But I think Vitor could hurt him. I think there's, there could be – it hurt him enough to win a uh, – I'm, I'm going to say a non-controversial decision, a, a comfortable decision that has us um, kind of one, wanting to look forward to Vitor's next boxing bout and kind of hoping that Holyfield doesn't box again. But 
that's me. I don't know. That's I, I'm just kind of being the dissenting opinion here. So we've got two two Holyfields and the one uh, Belfort. Let's talk about the co-main guys, which to a lot of the MMA fighting community is really the main event. I mean, this is the fight that most of our listeners, readers, viewers are talking about. Anderson Silva versus Tito Ortiz. Now, it was when it was booked, wasn't most people's number one choice uh, for Anderson Silva after the uh, the win over Julio Cesar Chavez. I think people had a lot of other more creative ideas in mind. Tito was a bit of an odd choice, a guy not known for his striking, uh, and a guy who was not really near Anderson Silva's weight class. Uh, as we found out today at the weigh-ins when Tito Ortiz weighed in at 200 pounds, which was five pounds over the uh, contracted weight limit, and he will forfeit, in, in very MMA style, will forfeit 20% of his purse <laughs> to Anderson Silva. But uh, So first I'll ask you, Mike, do you think Tito Ortiz had any intention of trying to make the weight, and do you think Anderson Silva knew that he wasn't going to make it? We're this close to crowning an NBA champ. And with the action heating up on the court, it's even hotter at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet, up to 1500 bucks if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on the amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire. 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Um... Look, Tito says a lot of things, and I can tell you firsthand that I was the third person that interviewed Tito after the press conference. First interview, he said he weighed 216. The second interview, he said he weighed 205. I was the third interview, and he said he weighed 211. So take that however you want. (laughs) Amazing how it fluctuates between, okay, wow, the human body is crazy, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so at, at at the same time, that dude like here's one here's one thing that's interesting about MMA and pro wrestling and all of this stuff. Like you watch these guys on TV 
and you don't really see them in person. And then when you see them in person, like you get to actually gauge like how big they are. And mm-hmm. Tito like always looked like in great shape on T- great shape on TV. I always thought like he's a muscular kind of like average guy, like but in really good shape. He's a fighter. He can kick the crap out of a lot of people. But Tito is a big, yes. big dude. Like he is massive. So I'm looking at him. I'm like, how in the blue hell is there any chance you're going to make 195? Like I don't know how he got to 205. How big he was. Like I was just I was amazed. I, I was shocked and how big he is. But he got down to 200, and he stepped on the scale beforehand and then drank Pedialyte. So there's a very good chance that he got under 200 pounds and just couldn't do anymore, which is pretty amazing with a guy that big. And he told, and one thing that was consistent about all these interviews and what he said from the beginning was when he found out about this fight, he said he was 240. So he cut 40 pounds in just a few weeks to get here. And then I asked him in the conversation, when was the last time you were under 200 pounds? It'd been over two, it'd been over 20 years, over 20 years since he'd been over 200 pounds. So I don't necessarily buy into the fact that Tito didn't give this any effort. Cause I think, I think he did. I truly think he did. When I saw him this morning, yeah, he was bouncing around in good spirits, but when he stepped up on the scale and did that test weigh in, he looked pretty rough. I don't think he could have cut another pound. So I will give him all the credit in the world. I think he cut as much as he possibly could. But I do understand at the same token, if you sign a contract to fight at 195, you're saying by putting pen to paper, I can make that weight. So I get why Anderson Silva was disappointed. I get why people would be upset about it because you signed a contract. But at the same time, after standing next to that man yesterday, I was like, there's no chance he gets to 195, which is not physically possible. But so, yeah, I do think he gave the effort. But I just didn't think there was any chance he was going to make it. I even asked Anderson when I when I interviewed him after the way, and I'm like, you really thought he was going to make it? You actually thought he'd make it? And he said, you signed a contract. You're saying you're going to make it. So there you go. Well, we haven't seen the purse information yet, but I have a feeling Anderson's going to enjoy the uh, 20% that he gets from Tito Ortiz. So, oh, and no, too, in boxing, in boxing yeah. I'm pretty sure he has a flat rate, too. It's not, a, it's not like MMA where it's a show, a show and win. So it, it, that 20% is actually probably a much bigger 20% even than we're thinking. So Because, you know, usually your, 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 your salary is cut in half if you lose. So um, he gets a flat rate. So it's going to be even more. So good, 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 good on Anderson. Good business. Yeah, Anderson's walking by me literally right now. Oh, there we go. He heard. He heard us talk, guys. He heard us talking about him. He heard us talking about him. Well, no, I, I think. Uh, I think our 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 comments are pretty glowing about uh, Anderson. I could be wrong. I, I don't know what you guys are going to say. I'll say right now. Uh, some I, I've seen him as high as a minus eleven hundred favorite on some of the betting sites. Uh, Tito around a plus six hundred underdog. So I, I think when. The, uh, I don't think expectations have changed much from when this was signed. Again, this is one of the greatest strikers in MMA history versus a guy who's more known as a wrestler and grappler. And again, we just saw him have a very nice boxing performance against Julian Cesar Chavez Jr. So, uh, Casey, what do you think of those odds? Do you think that that's around the right number? Do you think it's a little too high considering both guys are essentially, you know, not boxers? Um, Again, so that's minus 1,100. Uh, So, you know, 11 to 1 favorite for the spider. Too high? 11 to 1 favorite for Anderson? It's about 11 to 1, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm 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 very confident Anderson's gonna win, but man, eleven to one that does seem kind of crazy considering the uh, just the size difference. But 
I mean, five. We should one. say sorry, We should say Anderson came in at one ninety two point six. So he's given up about eight, a little, a little under eight pounds. It, and he, maybe more, he, and more and more when they more. When I mean, they step he, he's, I mean, but right. he's going to be fighting at that weight. Tito sure, is yeah. going to when he walks into the ring. He's right I, I expect Tito to be over two twenty five or, or so. Sure, sure. So, uh, yeah, eleven to one favorite is kind of it's pretty crazy. Um, but um, no, of course Anderson should be the favorite. You know, I, I would I would expect that. Uh, yeah, I, I, again, he's he's a comfortable favorite. Again, I, I don't see why why we wouldn't uh, think he should be. Uh, what do you guys think of the pre-flight hype? I think, excuse me, uh, I think uh, I think there were some good quotes from both sides. I mean, look, we give Tito Ortiz a lot of crap for, uh, I mean, not just his opinions, but even when he's just just strictly talking about fight hype, he's had some comical. Uh, unintentionally comical moments and i feel like i feel like for the most part he kind of avoided that i think that i kind of thought the bruce lee wing chun line was kind of funny and that anderson silva played off it really well uh so trash talk wise and and hype as far because again this is actually this fight actually has had the chance to get hyped really unlike Belfort and holyfield uh mike how have you kind of liked the the build to this this battle of former ufc champions I mean, like you said, the way I'm viewing this personally, because of my job and what I cover, this is the main event. This is the fight I'm more I'm, I'm more fascinated about this fight with this fight than I am with the main event. And it's not even close. It's not even close. So I, li- I like it. I think it's good. Like you're not going to get Anderson to, to get into that sort of battle with the trash talk and things like that. But I think Tito had some good lines yesterday. I think maybe the uh, appearance from Donald Trump Jr. and then Trump on the phone before he gave his prediction maybe inspired him a little bit more. But I fully thought with one with the weight cut and two just, you know, just taking the fight kind of as as seriously as possible. I didn't think we were going to see much of that. But then we got some some glimpses. We got some of that Tito gold at the end of the press conference and uh, even speaking with him afterwards. So it's been pretty good. It's 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 pretty much what I hope for heading into this thing. And to me, this is. This is the main event in my eyes, just because of what I do and what I cover. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Casey, who's going to win this one? Who wins the people's the people's main event, the MMA people's main event? Anderson Silva versus Tito Ortiz at a catch weight of 195, well, 200 now, whatever. 200. Um, yeah, Anderson should win. Uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, I think he'll win an easy decision. It'll be. I, I, I kind of want to see a knockout. I mean, I don't know. Just like, I wonder. I know, I know the, the Anderson Chavez fight it was fun to watch, but I feel like um, we've been seeing all these kind of you know MMA guys come to boxing, and this is is this the first one we have actually two MMA guys doing boxing? I know we've kind of had all these like circus matches. Yeah, yeah that's kind of high profile has to be right. Yeah, yeah. It's like the most high profile of just two 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 high profile Hall of Fame MMA MMA dudes boxing now. I, th- I just think it's still weird because. Why couldn't this just be an MMA match? <laughs> like, I, was like, I mean, we're right there. Come on, guys. Let's just, just switch gloves out. Let's just do an MMA match. But Scott Coker couldn't have made this one out. Or Triller. Why doesn't or Triller? Triller yeah, yeah. I mean, you could do it on the same card. You could do it on the same card. Same card, card. yeah. They fight on the same I, card. I, I just think it's just it's just a, just a weird – everything's weird. Everything's weird about this. Um, Anderson should win. I, there's, I mean, we've, we've all seen enough of them in their stand-up to know that Anderson is a better striker. just of hands alone. Um, if this was if this was an MMA match, maybe I would still actually pick Anderson. But obviously, the odds would be a lot, wouldn't be eleven to one. But if it's just just hands, boxing only, Anderson should win this easily. And Tito, like like you said, like what Mike said, Tito is he. I mean, 
Bob Tito's faults. Physically, he is a physical specimen. He is a big dude. Like, 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 mm-hmm. like, like you said, get get him going down to uh, 205 is always impressive. In fact, when he fought Chuck Liddell, uh, the gym I was training at, Tito would come to that gym and grapple at night. And I would just watch him wrestle. I'm like, I'm like dude, like, he is a beast wrestling. And um, then, no, I've seen, and he was doing some pad, pad work and stuff. Nothing kind of blows you away, him doing pad work and stuff. Just, just, no, he was throwing kicks, just punches. But he looked solid. He looked like he knew what he was doing. He looked like, you know, just, just, he looked solid. Not, 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 nothing was crazy, but just fundamentals were there. But Anderson, Anderson, Anderson is still Anderson. He's still, he's still a, a once in a generation, once in a lifetime type of striker. So, uh, yeah, Anderson should, should style on Tito and actually I'm I'm gonna go I'm, I'm gonna go he's gonna he's gonna knock Tito out mostly because Whoa. I think Anderson is smart and I had I don't believe Anderson when he says he thought that he was gonna make 195 I think the hope was my in my my opinion he cuts down doesn't make it you still get a good chunk of change from that weigh-in um weigh-in uh the money he doesn't make the weight so he gets that 20 percent and Tito is now extra dehydrated your brain's gonna rattle a little more, and now and Tito spent so much of his camp not actually boxing, but he spent most of his camp doing road work and just trying to drop that weight. So he just didn't train boxing as much. He was training to cut weight. So uh, and for Anderson, all he had to do was just work on his boxing. He just basically he's basically fighting at his in shape weight. So uh, to me, this is all Anderson Silva, and he should dominate Tito and. Yeah, he'll, give, he'll me he'll give me a round. Give me a round, Lydon. How many, how many, round, how many rounds is that? It changes uh, all the time. What is this? I don't even know what this. Eight, Mike, eight rounder. Eight two minute eight rounds? rounds. Two minute rounds, I or believe so. Eight, I believe so. Yeah, two minute rounds. Um, okay, the two minute rounds might make it more a little more difficult, but let's go uh, six round knockout. Anderson. Whoa, okay, okay, knockout. A KO, not a TKO. Knockout. Knockout. Dang, uh, Mike. What are you saying? I, I'm assuming you're picking Anderson Silva. Is he gonna get it, you picking a finish? No, I think he wins the decision. I think he wins the decision. I think it's gonna be one of those fights where we're gonna be like, all right, he showed Tito showed a little heart in there. I think I think it's gonna be one of those situations. But I think Anderson wins comfortably. I think Tito will look like he he won't look washed. I mean, I think Tito will look like uh, a guy who wants to knock out his opponent, but. It's just you know he's he's fighting Andrew Silva. That's all. Yeah, I, I, I again, uh, I would love to be surprised and for this to be a more sort of competitive fight. Maybe Tito has some crazy hands that we've just never seen before. Uh, but uh, I think that you were right, Casey. That like he's had no time to prepare as much as he properly should be able to for a boxing bout because yeah. so much of it's cutting weight. So, uh, but I'm with Mike. I don't think we see a knockout. I do think it's sort of more of a convincing uh, Silva decision. Probably, I, I possibly a shutout. Possibly eight rounds to nothing. Uh, at worst, probably six rounds to two. But I would be shocked if uh, yeah. if Tito won more than a round. It just this just seems like a matchup tailor made for for Anderson Silva outside I mean, of the size. Yeah. I could definitely see um, Tito winning some rounds, but mostly due from Anderson being very patient at the beginning and just kind of you know letting Tito kind of show his hand before Anderson you know lets loose you know which he's done before you know Anderson kind of you know is a slow starter on purpose not because he just isn't warmed up but so mm-hmm. I expect that. 
Now, uh, Mike, again, you're on site. You're a little bit more deeply immersed in this card. Again, so uh, we also have David Hay fighting uh, Joe Fournier, who was on a previous trailer card. Andy Vences versus John O'Carroll. Uh, Anthony Chavez versus Duel, Duel Olgun. I'm sorry. I definitely butchered that. And uh, we had an undercard fight. Oh, Elysier Silva and Terry Roscoe. So uh, I guess there's probably an obvious choice of uh, what other you know kind of deep cut there is, Mike. But outside of the two main fights, what are you kind of what are you looking forward to? I mean, I think Joe Fournier was the star of the press conference yesterday. Mm. He was hilarious, and him and David Hay have a relationship, and they, it's they're selling it as friends become enemies, <laughs> but enemies are also friends because apparently they were having like some some food and a couple of bevies together last night so um but yeah i mean david hay fighting on this card i don't think a lot of people expected that to happen and a lot of people were surprised when they found out this week that he was fighting (laughs) on this card so uh to me it's got to be that um and outside of that the deepest cut is seeing snoop dogg and do a performance with marvin gay trillo's bringing back marvin gay for this event it's amazing Marvin Gaye, who uh, who died in 1984, uh, will be performing with Snoop Dogg. That is, the, I, I guess, the headlining musical act. Uh, for anyone who's not familiar with Triller, this is what Triller does. They give you, they don't just give you boxing or they give you a combat sports entertainment experience. Uh, it was loaded yes. for their very first Triller Fight Club with very current act, Justin Bieber, uh, the Black Keys, a, a Doja Black Cat Keys. was there. <laughs> The black and now the black keys, uh, a doja cat showed up, whatever major, that is. Major Laser, yes, Major Laser, Mount uh, Rushmore. Oh, yeah. oh, yes, uh, Mount, no, Mount Westmore, the super whatever. group with Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube and, and yeah. several others. Oh, yeah, uh, so Snoop Dogg will be coming back. I believe he's also kind of serving as like the, the MC, I, I think, but he'll be performing, yes, with. We don't know with Marvin Gaye in some capacity. Could be a very basic like Marvin Gaye's on a screen. A lot of people are hoping hologram. Hologram. Cross. That's the hope. Uh, so we don't know. It could be a very basic setup. Uh, you know, there's so much things you can do with, with technology these days. Uh, outside of that, uh, uh, tell me if you guys are familiar with any of these musical acts. Anita with two T's. Lune. Lune. Lunai. And apologize for pronunciation. And gente de zona. So uh, a lot of Latin flavor. We've got, again, Anita is from Brazil, uh, Lunai from Puerto Rico, and uh, gente de zona from uh, Cuba. So I, I apologize. I'm not familiar with these musical acts, guys. If they are these really you know, spicy musical acts, I, I, I apologize for ignorance. But uh, I think that's, I don't know, sounds like it'll be a fun show, fun, high-energy show outside of it. Uh, Casey, I wanted to give you the chance to speak of kind of the whole circus around it. I want to give you the chance to speak on, you felt very strongly about sort of how legends, how oh. these legends have kind of been treated and talked about in the lead up to this event uh, compared to uh, other other combat sports, <laughs> to, to put it that Please, what, the, the, the floor is yours. <laughs> oh, well, what the other combat sport I was talking about was actually pro wrestling. So if you want to call that yes. a sport, go for it. No, I was just real, more... Oh, um, real sport. Yeah, <laughs> yeah real sport. The I was just one. more... Uh, and I'm 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 putting blame on the media too. I'm putting blame on me, us, oh. the fans too. I'm not just saying me? you, you, what you okay? Um, but just um, it, it just I, I was more just interested in just how things are so different between. Because I just saw the um, all out um, AEW's all out pay per view last week, last Sunday, and that was like actually the okay. first pay per view. Actually, like all right, here's my money. I'm gonna watch this pay per view, 
And they had lots of veterans, like uh, obviously CM Punk made his return. Mm-hmm. I think CM Punk's like 40-something. Uh, Chris Jericho uh, had a great match. Um, Minoru Suzuki. Guys were like 45-plus, you know. And the way just the fans just kind of came around and just gave these guys just an enormous pop and just had this incredibly awesome energy, I just it was just very refreshing. And then it was just the, the juxtaposition going from that straight into this week where – it was like, these guys are old. They suck. Why are we watching these old people fight? And it was just, it just felt like it, it was it just this very negative vibe, and especially with the moves of Florida and just Banner Holyfield coming on, you know, everyone kind of suggesting, uh, he's, you know, he has CTE. Look, he came and saved complete sentence, you know, without taking you no know, two hours to say it. Um, oh, we lost Mike. Um, so I, I was just more. We're going uh, back. Yeah, we're going back. I was just, I, I just think it's very interesting how MMA fans, and this is media too, because I think I said the same thing, you know, pretty much it's like, oh, what a train wreck, you know? But last week it was wrestling the same guys who are way past their prime, their athletic prime. And, you know, you know, like we, we, we can see that Chris Jericho can't do the same stuff he used to do, but we're still excited to watch it. We, we, like, I know Minoru Suzuki isn't the same wrestler he used to be, but we, we're still excited to watch it. And I just wonder mm-hmm. why we can't be that way for our, you know, our real fighting, you know, yeah. I get fake well, fighting. This is real fighting. So it's just such a different world. And in, 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 and I think wrestling is still way more dangerous than actually MMA or boxing. I think wrestling is way more dangerous. So it's not, it's not about it's not about you know the safety for the athletes. You know, in either in either sports, you know, wrestling, pro wrestling, or MMA. I just like I just wonder why we can't be excited for Evander Holyfield for Vitor for these guys just doing what they love and just and let it be like that and just like all right, you know what. Let's just let's just enjoy it, and um, hopefully everyone comes out relatively safe. You know. Yeah, afterwards. I mean, I I definitely agree with the overall sentiment, Casey. I will say, of course, when it comes to the world of uh, professional wrestling, there's a little more. Con- You're right. There's high risk. There's danger. There's a little more control over the risk and the danger uh, as opposed to again live real fighting, where there's just so many variables that uh, that can't be controlled. So, I mean, for sure, it's 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 not the same thing. But I, I agree that there is this negativity we have uh, in combat sport, in uh, MMA, in real combat sports that is like pervasive um, and, and, yeah. every, and every time a fighter loses or, or slightly past their prime we're like he needs yeah. to retire like how many times have we tried to retire you know Cerrone or wherever after he gets his butt right. kicked you know we, just, we, I, we can name this a million times you know like JDS gets knocked out you know retire over him gets knocked out retire you know that's just it's just this thing that MMA this constant negative presence rather than like hey let's just control maybe who they fight next time rather than just putting these guys out the pasture all the time. And uh, and it's just this negative energy all the time. Just look on, read the, read the comments. That's all, just read the comments. Read the, These are the comments, they're not fake. These are fans. Everyone writing all this stuff, you know, oh, wrestling's fake. Yes, I know it's fake, guys. I know, I know fighting is real. I know wrestling is fake. I'm aware of that. But I'm also aware of the dangers, even in fake fighting, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah I, I do see a couple of comments. Guys, if you don't know how dangerous pro wrestling is or why it's more dangerous than yeah. uh, than like combat actual combat sports i would recommend do some research that's all because yeah. because we could go on for like an hour about it yeah, and you don't want to and obviously you don't want to hear that you don't hear us nerd out about that crap so uh but it is it is definitely on a on a like a day-to-day basis a much much more yeah i'm just i'm just more like i was just it was just it just came right after this you know big mm-hmm. pro wrestling event there's a big contrast like, and yeah big big country it just went from like mm-hmm. high energy positivity to like oh you know this sucks you know yeah yeah and i just um it kind of threw me off, threw, threw, threw yeah. me for a little bit of loop. Rather, than, rather get- than just saying, hey, guys, have fun, do what you love, 
Mm-hmm. You know, we all believe in freedom. You know, just like, you know what? You want to get out there and have fun? Do it. You know, you, you know the risk. You know, prepare yourself and go out there. That's all. I see uh, someone asking, did, did, did Mike, was he blocking the handicap access? Yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah. He may have just gotten kicked out. Uh, we'll try and get him back, guys, before we head off. Mike, uh, Casey, I see a lot of some questions. I don't yeah. know. Are we doing a pre-fight Q&A? Are we going to do a pre-fight I Q&A? I don't think we are, actually. Okay. But there so, will I mean, be a post-fight uh, show. Yeah. yeah, we can bring up some comments. Yeah, but I just want to people. So they're probably – get a few questions in now, guys. There probably won't be a show. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so we'll answer some questions here because, uh, yeah, I don't know so, if there'll be a we are, We're not sure where Mike is right now. So uh, what we'll ch- we'll chat? Again, guys, remember, he's on site in Florida. Literally anything can happen there. <laughs> uh, they're letting – I heard they're letting Evander Holyfield box. Yeah. So I mean a, that, a, that's that's the motto of Florida. <laughs> Anything can happen. Yeah, I don't know. And, now, and in parentheses, we let Evander Holyfield box here. That's they're going to add that. They're going to add that to the Florida yeah. like web, website. Like, all right. I mean, uh, all right. We, we have some very reasonable questions. I see yeah. a lot of questions. Very reasonable questions and concerns. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we saw a lot of that. We saw a lot of that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was. Was he originally on the card? Like, like, how did you find the musical acts? Like, I was wondering about that. You know, like, <laughs> oh, right, sorry. Shout out, shout outs to uh, badlefthook.com who uh, had an update on that. I think yeah, as of yesterday, um, what, the, what the music acts were. So, so oh, David, a few weeks ago. Sorry. But. Yeah. So, uh, um, oh, we didn't even talk about this, but it needs to be talked about. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Yes, I'm sorry. That's right. When I wanted to mention the circus, won't people pay just to hear Trump commentary? Ha ha. Uh, thank you, Peter O, for the question. I don't know if that's something to laugh about because I do think there are – look, uh, we're uh, – I'm going to pretty... tune into the Trump commentary. I will. I, 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 full disclosure. Full disclosure. I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. Uh, I'm pretty anti-Trump. I'm just going to be so people. So take my opinion with that uh, with that particular grain of salt. Uh, but I do think that there are a lot of people who are fans of the 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 you know the previous president. Who, gosh, I don't know if it'll make them want to you know necessarily. If they were on the fence, let me put it this way: if there's people that are on the fence, they might com- be compelled just to check it out. And I saw questions earlier, like, uh, will he mention? the stolen election, things like that. There's prop bets, by the way, for all these kinds of stuff, guys. You can find those prop bets on, will Trump say this? Will Trump say that? I think he's going to say all the stuff. Like, if you're if you're looking at those prop bets, parlay a bunch of stuff, uh, making fun of Joe Biden, uh, 
uh, stolen election. There's like imagine imagine there's a split decision. Oh, oh my gosh, he'll jump right in there. Uh, Just count the know. recounts, count the ballots. You know, make America this. make America great again. Uh, uh, find whatever whatever your favorite Trumpisms are, guys. Find them on these prop bets and parlay all this stuff because he'll be talking a lot. Uh, I assume he's not just doing he's not just doing the main event, right? He's going to be doing no him and, him no and Donald Trump Jr. Uh, so I would say this. he's going to be playing all the greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless of what um, we think about Trump, um, that's not what actually was important to me. Um, what I like about this, actually, and I, I, I like that Triller is doing this. I wish there were alternative commentaries for fights all the time. I wish yes. we could have this option. The technology is there. You just need a couple of microphones and a little mix bo- mixer. You can do it. Like I've always, like I've always said, like for like um, for UFC events, I wish there was an option where the commentary is completely turned off. We're not mute, but you can still hear the sounds of the crowd and everything. So you get a because you know people, oh, you're you're influenced by the commentary all the time. Would well, give me a chance to watch the fight with no commentary, but I can hear the punches, I can hear the crowd, I can hear the corner yeah, screaming. Yeah. I, so I can still feel the atmosphere and not just have it muted because everyone's like, well, just mute it. It's like, I don't know, watching a fight on mute is even worse than watching a bad commentary to me. So, um, Tip of the hat to uh, Triller for um, thinking outside the box and having yeah. an alternative commentary for this. Look, this, is, this is smart. I like this. I like this a lot. Triller is like the XFL, okay? I don't know how long this Triller thing is going to last. By all accounts, they're spending a lot of money. They're touting that their events are having a lot of success. So hopefully for them, they are kind of recouping all their expenses and everything. But again, there's reason to be skeptical that that's the case. Uh, because again, think, think about the musical acts are signing up. Think about uh, all the stuff. Bring in someone like Donald Trump. That's not cheap. I heard they're whining and dining him too, flying him around, flying him in, things like that. So this stuff costs money. Uh, and, and unless they're they're hitting like UFC pay-per-view numbers on the regular, which is doubtful, I don't know how long it's going to last. But like you said, Casey, I think a lot of their ideas are so good. Um, like I love the musical acts thing. I, like I would it. love. It's different. I'm not. I'm not saying I would want every UFC show to have a musical act, but if let's say once now and then every big show, you th- one you had less fights, so it wasn't like an eight hour card. And you, I would love you threw a musical act in there. Again, I I know I'm in the minority in this. I can see the MMA fans rebelling, <laughs> actively rebelling as they listen to this. But just anything to do to mix it up, just to break up the monotony of a show, I think is cool. So, like I said, I don't know how long Triller's going to last, but I think there are people who are going to steal a lot of Triller's ideas. Uh, in the future and just think about it and seriously if like if there's a big knockout you know either the main or co-main you, you know what's going to be the big viral hit is trump's call yes the knockout yep and like and him going i'm not even gonna do a trump impression but no, uh, <laughs> no. but you just imagine if tito gets knocked out cold or anderson gets knocked out cold or you know whatever and then trump you know doing his you know joe rogan you know all that stuff so um it's Great promotion by Triller, and um, I saw like on TMZ, you know, they want Barack Obama to do it too next time, you know, whatever. But right. um, good on them. That's all. Yeah, look, we're talking about it. We're talking about him. We're talking about it. We're talking about the show, uh, and and we're not the only ones. I guarantee there's a lot more people who became aware that this card was even happening because of Trump's involvement. So if this gets Triller a few extra buys, I mean, I hope it was worth it uh, because it it very well could. It very well could. It's not a terrible. It's not a terrible strategy at all. Uh, uh, what other uh, comments we got? Guys? A couple of comments. I don't know. If we're, uh, I don't know if we're, yeah, I don't know if we're getting Mike back. So no, I think Mike's gone. I think he went to the craft fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, real quick, we just talked about this. Um, Tito missing weight. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't. I never. If you watch Tito's very first press conference, uh, the little virtual press conference, it is Tito laid about 
you know, if he talks to say for 30 minutes, about 10 minutes of that was about how he lost respect for Anderson for making him cut weight. And basically he was laying out the excuses of him not making weight. So this was not a surprise at all. The fact that he got the 200, honestly, was, uh, was a surprise to me. Um, to me, this was, this was all strategy by Anderson Silva to make Tito basically train on cutting weight and not train on boxing. And this is, Boxing, boxers don't actually cut as much weight as MMA guys. They definitely mm-hmm. don't cut as much weight as wrestlers do because mm-hmm. there is so much head trauma and you need that fluid in your brain to, you know, cushion it because it's going to be bouncing around a lot. So uh, uh, I hope Tito actually, well, it's in Florida, so we should be good. But uh, I hope Tito passes his um, post weigh in medicals and all that because uh, I don't know if they're doing yes. hydration tests and things like that, but. That is, um, that is, that to me, that's the biggest safety concern rather than Holofield because Holofield is fighting at his you no know, walking weight. Tito has been dehydrated. So that's when you have issues and long term damage from the, the big weight cuts. So, uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add to that? The, the, yeah, the well, I was going to say, look, I, like, hey, look, Anderson Silva all day. I'm a big, sp- I'm a big fan of the spider. But if you don't think there was some gamesmanship in him picking mm-hmm. again 195, him negotiating a 195 pound fight as opposed to 200 pound fight or even 198 or anything like that, then again, you're then that's a little naive. Yeah. I think yeah. him and the, because he, Anderson like, has fought at 205. He, he's fought, he's fought tough he fought opponents. He fought four scrivens at 205. You know, at 206, yeah. whatever. So we yeah. know that Anderson could have gone up to that weight easily if he wanted to, but um, he's smart. He's he knows. He's the A-side. Hey, he's the A-side yeah, in this fight. A- he can make demands. Uh, I just want to shout out someone in the comments. Marco Bucci. Shout out to Stouffville. Shout out to Stouffville, Ontario. So I'm sorry. I had to do that for you. <laughs> um, I got to do it for my people. A, I got to do it for my people. Just throw a comment out there. Yeah. Richie Elgar says, Vitor is so explosive. He's 100% going to land on Evander. But will that old Holyfield chin kick in or will he crumble is the only question. Gosh, I don't want to find out. <laughs> I, I actually think Richie's right. I think we are going to find out. I really don't want to. Uh, we'll see how ex- explosive he is and see if explosiveness makes up for lacks, lack of boxing technique and simply being the smaller fighter, uh, the shorter fighter. Where, and Evander is so good at boxing. It's, I, I can't reiterate that enough. He is a, like he said, I'm not a good fighter. I'm a boxer. And boxing is very different. And um, we'll see. Um, but I, this is what I kind of wonder too, going back to this. You know, we you know we saw this Mike Tyson, Roy Jones stuff and everything. You know, we have these kind of plus 50-year-old boxers kind of doing things like this now. Mm-hmm. How long will this last if we see one of these guys get knocked out cold? Ah. Are we going to be like, oh, maybe no. I don't want to see this anymore? And I, I think right now we're not playing with fire, but I think you can do this as long as we don't see one of these guys out cold. And eventually it will happen. I mean, that's what the sport is. So, I mean, like, you know, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones looked like, you know, a good, a hard sparring fight. But what if, Roy, what if Mike Tyson was knocked out cold? What if Roy Jones knocked out cold? What if Evander gets just flatlined and we're like, Ugh. like, it, it, like if, if the guy was 22 or 24, we'd be like, ah, that's fighting. But now, you know, we have these, you know, almost six year old men get knocked out cold. Are we going to feel the same? I don't know. It hasn't happened yet, but it's going to happen eventually. Yeah, and, and not to again, I, I talk about a guy who hasn't fought since 2011. He's retired. Yeah. He was. This wasn't like oh, he's kind of in and out of combat sports. Still, mm-hmm. he was. Cl- he's cleanly. Yes, he was going to come back to fight a Kevin McBride. So there's a whole other thing going on there. Like it, it didn't like, just happen. He was in talks earlier this this summer to to have another sort of weird comeback fight. But that was somehow different than this. This just feels so <laughs> disorganized and chaotic. Yeah. It's Geo saying, "Bro, old people can fight." I'm like, "Well." 
I bet a Vander can. That's that's for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but I mean, to the original question, it's like I gosh, I don't want to find out because I do think he is going to get cracked, and uh, I don't know. I don't you know. I don't know. I don't care how long you've been boxing for uh or how what in great shape you're in at some point you are a 59 year old man who has a lot of wear and tear on him i don't know how many more big shots you can take but uh that's why that's part of the intrigue and and i guess part of what uh why some of us are tuning in on saturday uh let's get a couple more case a couple more comments slash questions for me uh, (laughs) ramsey's what day is the fight it is saturday it will be i believe it starts around 7 p.m it will be on fight you can order through fight uh, and I would recommend doing so through our website, of course, guys. Just find any article about uh, Triller Fight Club slash Legends 2 slash uh, Holyfield Belfour. And we have a link in all of these articles. Order through there, through MMA Fighting. Uh, I can't, I'm, you're not getting any sort of discount or anything, but it's just a, that's what the cool kids do. Order the fight through MMA Fighting. All right. So, but yeah, you'll be, it'll be on, uh, on fight, fight.tv. Yeah, and um, TV, by the way. Uh, this is gonna be the last, the last question we're taking. All right, what do we got from Kyle? Is this event actually occurring, or is this a collective fever <laughs> dream we're all having? Uh, a timely question, Kyle, especially with the uh, the release of the Matrix Resurrections trailer, which just came out. Was it today? Uh, yesterday, I believe. Uh, once again, I think we do find ourselves questioning what is real. Uh, are we, t- should we, t- you know, I think a lot of us have been taking the blue pill or at least thought we were, it looks like we are taking the red pill tomorrow or am I getting, am I mixing up my metaphor, Casey? Is this, is this, is this, main, is this, we're still on the blue pill because we're seeing this event happen. Yeah. I think we're uh, on the I blue pill still. Guys. Yeah. Please guys, uh, matrix nerds, please correct me in the, in the, I've, I've seen all the movies, but it's been a while. Um, yeah, it's, it does it's seem happening. bizarre. Casey, I, I said so many times, this is not going to get cleared. Uh, I, 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 again, they're just going to bump up Silva and Ortiz, or they're going to move the event to another date. Like, how can you? How could a, a guy who's been retired for ten years get cleared to compete? And I underestimate the power of what they call commission shopping. Uh, apologizes. I no, actually, I don't apologize. I am calling Triller out for this. This is classic hey, commission shopping. This is. You, hey, do you don't but don't I don't I don't hate Triller for commission shopping because the UFC has done this plenty of times. Commission shopped. So sure. So don't, I'm not, I'm not, oh, this is, this is promotion not, 101. This is like, Triller did not, there's a reason we have a phrase for it. Triller yeah. did not invent this. They didn't they invent this knew, at all. They just knew they had a very uh, a clear path to get, to make this fight happen. And they took that path and they did it. They have gone again to the majestic land of Florida. It'll be taking place in Hollywood, Florida on Saturday, like I said, 7 p.m. at uh, Holly, uh, what's this? Uh, Hard, I don't know. Hard Rock, excuse me. Yes. Hard Rock Hotel and Casino um, in Hollywood, California. So, oh, sorry, excuse me. Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. So let's make sure we get that right. Uh, I don't know. Kyle, I don't. Are we going to wake up? I mean, do we need to wake up, Casey? I don't know. This is this is this. Are we are we in the simulation right now? Is this? Is I this, mean, there's a compelling a there's a compelling argument that we are. Huh. Again, that's a whole. I don't want to go full Joe Rogan on this sitch, but yeah, there's a compelling argument that we are. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I, we we got to turn this off. I, 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 I got I got I got to hit the um, DMT. Whatever, yeah, I gotta figure this out. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, the, I gotta, I gotta enter the other realm. <laughs> listen, this stuff is evidence. If you want to talk about Paul Woodley, you want to talk about this, Paul Askren, Paul, uh, uh, Logan Paul, Mayweather, uh, uh, Nganu Jones not happening. I don't know, guys. There's all these signs that we're just not living, that maybe we're living. Carla Esparza not getting your title shot. Esparza <laughs> not getting a title shot. We're not living in the best of all possible realities. Uh, but yeah, guys, there's all kinds of directions to go with this. Either way, 
in 20 uh, in about 24 hours, a little over 24 hours now, this is actually going to happen. Evander Holyfield's coming back. And poor he's Mike, fighting, I don't know where Mike is. He's fighting Vitor Belfort. Mike maybe took the maybe he took the red pill and got out of here. Yeah. Maybe he is. <laughs> you know what guys, I think Mike took the red pill. <laughs> and he is he is maybe freer than all of us, but uh I'm glad, you know what, guys, I, there's no one else I would rather be trapped in a simulated reality with than you, Casey, and with our listeners and viewers. You guys you guys are the best for tuning in to this stuff. Uh, and uh, we're all in this together. Uh, enjoy the show if you decide to tune in. Again, 7 o'clock Saturday night on uh, FITE.TV, Fight TV, uh, order through MAFighting.com. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, Mike, wherever you are uh, <laughs> out, there, out there in the real world. Uh, this is Alexander Kelly signing off for our uh, preview show. Hi guys. Boxing, boxing, kind of MMA, but not really. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a catchy chant. <laughs> okay, I'll work on it. First try. Give me a break. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. With the NBA Finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to $1,500 if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Here's the truth about AI. AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people.